episode number 386. If anyone out there has ever tried to change something in yourself, you'll see how hard it is. So boundaries, goals, and habits. If I had to take all the essence of all I had, those are the action points I would tell someone. Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Hoff, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello and welcome to the B-Roll Show with Travis, too tall and huff. Folks, you know your boy is always fired up, ready to bring you a little fuego in your nights, weekends, days, or whenever you are listening to the show today. But after this show, I think you're going to want to think about your mindset and the way that you can make a positive difference in the world. As we talked about prior to this show, I'm, I'm full of positive energy. But after this show, I think you're going to want to think about your mental space, the way that you work through your challenges and, uh, and, and the way that you can get more results in your day. Because we're bringing you a legend in the game of the mental health space and education, Mr. Michael Brunix. Michael, are you ready to be real? I am super ready, Travis. Let's do this. Let's go. Uh, folks, just so you know a little bit more about Michael. He is a solo entrepreneur focused in the mental health education space, uh, both as a, con- a consultant, helping people get through their challenges, and then we can talk about that. Uh, but out in Ontario, which is a beautiful uh, area and a growing space as well, Canada. Um, uh, and from an early age, Michael always basically knew he wanted to make a positive uh, difference. And then through obviously getting the master's degree and getting the education, uh, you, you basically found that what you wanted to do in the rest of your life and you never looked back. And that is an incredible thing. Uh, so you're really focused, obviously, in the mental health space. And, and talk to me. When you had that moment uh, of uh, epiphany, if you want to call it, into your you know journey, what was it that you know fascinated you about being positive and about you know basically you know when you recognized that we actually uh, you know of self and that you you are in control of self? Sure, sure. This has been a long journey for me. Back when I was a teenager, I was inspired by a psychologist who said you know he saw something in me and he said you really should go out and do something in the world. And he made me believe in myself. Mm. And uh, I went on this long convoluted journey, uh, basically where I was way off course and I try to bring it back in. And I felt sort of like, you know, whenever I drifted and I felt lost or I couldn't figure out where to go or what to do next, it was like something would come along and just kind of course correct. And uh, so what happened was in my 20s, I kind of drifted around. I didn't, I got a degree in psychology back in the day. And then um, I realized I need something more than just like having a job. Like there's got to be a deeper meaning here. I kept trying to search for it, look through thousands of books, all kinds of experiences, um, including opening up a, uh, a practice with physical therapy, trying to help people with physical injuries. But the problem was, Travis, I got injured in a bad way. So I had to completely redefine myself. And so um, this has been, I think, the thing that I've become very good at through many trial and errors and lots of failure. Uh, But at the end of the day, it's like learning how to grow and evolve has been a constant um, in my life. And so the epiphany for me was in my early 40s when I realized I just don't want my life going like this anymore. And I took the courage to go back to school, get my master's and start creating some kind of positive change. And as soon as that happened, I felt like I was on a totally different track. Wow. So you really had the chance to go and uh, go with the gut, if you want to call it. And that, 
you were not going to live in regret. You were not going to live in a point of saying, you know, in your 50s, 60s, I wish I had done this, uh, as many of us do, even looking back at our 30s and 20s and, and beyond. Um, when you're in your 20s, you don't think about a lot. But, but uh, you know, some of them do. Some, some, some 20-year-olds are just on top of their game. They want to be at the MIT. They want to be – but a lot of 20-year-olds, they don't really necessarily know what they want to do. And uh, obviously, next thing you know, you're in your 30s. And next thing you know, you're in your 40s. And so time goes by fast for folks out there and just uh, never forget that you can always take that pivot. You can always take that shot on yourself um, and, and put a little time and effort into it. So once you got the masters, what was the next step? What was the next step in the process of, uh, you know, kind of living out the dream? Well, here's, here's the thing back when I was getting my masters, my dream Travis was to work on an outpatient clinic and help people gotcha. that had pretty serious mental health issues. Okay. So my dream was to be on this clinic and I got there, I got it. And then I got to another clinic, an outpatient clinic, which uh, I, I did my uh, practicum in. And I think, okay, I'm on, on top of the world. This is it. And then suddenly, guess what? I bottom out again where I feel like there's something more. And the first time I went into the online space, oh, what a disaster. I, I hired coaches, tried to figure it out. You've heard this story many times. People try to go out and contribute in some way. And then the online space just chews you up because you don't know what you're doing and you don't know what's going on. But I rallied back again. And the thing I've um, always found useful is to stick with high quality information. You want to make good decisions, you need good information. So when diving back into the archives, back into the, into the clinical research, and uh, here I am again, you're catching me at another success point, been at the hospital seven years, and I, I'm, I'm going to try again to go back into the online space and contribute and offer value. So um, we're, we're just building all of this uh, right now. I love that. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, that's amazing. That is amazing. So what do you imagine or aspire? Who do you aspire to, uh, to work with? Who, who are the type of people that you love to, would well, love to work with? Okay. Well, you know what? The pandemic has really shown us what matters to us. You know, when all the uh, governmental rules take all these things away, what really matters, right? Is it those trips and, and laying on a beach in Mexico? Usually it's family, it's connection, it's friends. You know, there's a difference between being watching an amazing sunset and watching an amazing sunset with someone you love. You're the proud father of two kids, right? Two, baby, let's go. Yeah. And you've got you a fantastic wife. And isn't it different when you're there with them? It doesn't matter what you're doing when they're there with you, they're increasing the quality of your life. And that to me, it's all about relationships. So I'm looking for people that are entrepreneurs because they're results driven. They're super focused. They want things that work. They tend to be leaders. They want to have a positive impact like you with this show. And uh, most importantly, they, they, they care for the people they lead. And so you may not be the person with the problem, but there's someone on your team, someone where their performance has been affected and you care about them and those relationships. That's what I want to build and cultivate with very scientific information. Nice. So you're going to be working there with them on a weekly, daily basis. How often do you imagine working with the clients? You Depends on the as situation. As often as they want. Gotcha. Well, what I'm doing right now is I'm launching a, a six-week program. Gotcha. Um, I, I hired the best. I hired uh, Janine Blackwell's team for uh, creating an online course because nice. I'll tell you that the lack of information about mental illness, like I was training police five weeks ago and I said to them, what's the one thing you wish we were doing in mental health? And they said, give us good information. There's so much misinformation, so much stigma. People keep it to themselves. Right. And so I am on this mission to get 
the right information into the right hands so people can make effective decisions. I mean, yeah. Can you imagine, folks? They're dealing with so much trauma, too. Like anyone in that first responder category um, over the last two years has dealt with so much trauma uh, that uh, helping them and 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 how often are they seeking mental mental health? I think that's such a it's, it's such a exactly good point. I think I think Joe Rogan or someone said that uh, you know talking about that they should have much more time out of their, you know, uh, pay, if you want to call it and spending like, Hey, you got a 30, you know, 40 hour a week, 35 hours there, five hours of mental health therapy and things like that, that, you know, you're getting paid to basically do. And in that case, you'd probably have a healthier, you know, police officer, you probably have a healthier, uh, you know, paramedic and all these people that are dealing with a lot of trauma too in their job, as a lot of us don't deal with, you know, trauma, when we go to our job every day. Now, some people do, you know, it's part of the job, but can you just feel for those folks that are dealing with that? And also in some situations where their, their life's on the line and they're also fighting that, you know, they, they have to protect themselves and their families too, you know? So it's, it's a very interesting dynamic. And uh, I think we can't do enough for the, for the police officers, for the army veterans uh, coming back from service and um, would love to continue to find ways to help them too, man. So that's amazing. Um, how, how, what do you think are some of the big barriers that people are challenging right now? What are, what are some of the big barriers that people are, are having right now? Well, I have worked with hundreds of uh, mental health professionals in the past two years, mm. and they're all telling me they're feeling burned out. Like you're talking about police officers, people in the mental health system right. feel like they're just held together with duct tape. They, they are underfunded. They're often mm. overworked. Uh, that there's been a, a, a strong influx since COVID of even more and more referrals, more demands, more uh, problems. So I, for the last two years, I've made it my mission to support the people that are caring for others, care for caregivers. And I feel the same way for leaders and entrepreneurs when you're trying to care for your team or care for your family, like that, that is definitely a transferable skill. And um, I, I just think um, people don't have good information for a lot of people who are experiencing mental illness and presenting with really challenging, complex behaviors. And so that's been my mission the last couple of years is to, uh, is to improve their quality of life. Where do you start with them? Because a lot of them are uh, having to soak in uh, other people's stories. Yeah. So what I did was I built a, uh, I, I built a training program with six different modules and I've gone around, I'm training uh, like the city of Kingston. I'm training doctors and, and psychologists and executive directors. And like I've reached out to, I don't know, about 3000 people this year and about 2,500 wow. last year. And I'm, I'm just getting rolling. That's why I feel like I've got something. And what everyone keeps saying to me is, do you have a podcast? Do you have a YouTube channel? Where can I get this? Like I'm hearing again and again, people want it, but they don't know where to get it. So that's why I'm building something to uh, create this course and to create a coaching program so that people can come and uh, and change the things they want to change. Because Corona has sure uh, shown a spotlight on what matters. And um, and so where I start is giving them good, trustworthy, reliable information, uh, because those those people aren't trained in certain mental illnesses. You can't treat all of them the same like, for example, there's there's like a dozen different types of depression. You can be sad because someone you love passed away, but you can also be sad because you lost your job or you could be just getting run down by what all your rights and freedoms being restricted. So it's not the same thing, but people just say, I have depression. So then we think, oh, let's just give them a pill or, oh, let's put them in a group somewhere. And uh, it's it's way more complicated than that. And so 
I've made it my mission for the last nine years for at least 20 hours a week to dive into the clinical research and try and come up with real answers for real people that want to make an impact. Wow. So what, at the end of the day, outside of, uh, recognizing obviously probably what, 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 where, where the issue is or what's, what's causing some of these, uh, you know, uh, ailments with a depression, et cetera. What, what are the things that people can do to even, uh, process that? I mean, where, where do they go? Exactly. So if I was standing right beside you or someone who is experiencing mental health challenges there out of all the things I learned, there's only three things I would focus on. What are your boundaries? Because oftentimes when people have mental health challenges, they let toxic people stay in their life and they mm. don't know how to set a limit. Or, or you care for somebody who has substance use disorder or anxiety, and then you feel responsible and you're putting up with all sorts of things that are too much. So one thing I'd say is boundaries. Healthy boundaries create healthy relationships. The second thing is lots of people don't have really good information about setting clear goals. Uh, you know, you've had guests on your podcast, they have adventure goals, they want to give back goals, you know, people are you talk often about morning routines, and what are your daily goals. But if you have clear, um, reliable, scientific, preferably information to do that, um, then goals, I would say are going to create systems and habits and routines. And so that's the third pillar is creating healthy habits. Mm. And um if anyone out there has ever tried to, to change something in yourself, you'll see how hard it is. So boundaries, goals, and habits that if I had to take all the essence of all I had, those are the action points I would tell someone. Cause the problem is you can read all this, but then you don't know what to do with it. It's just overwhelmed. You know, it's just that YouTube internet overwhelmed. Right. And boundaries is the, is the start to it all because some people just don't want to get help. Um, yeah, or they get the wrong help or, mm. uh, the medication they're taking doesn't work for them right. or they're getting help, but then their family blocks them or their loved ones are like, no, stop doing that. Or try to dissuade them because they want control over them. Or like it's, it's so, it's such a complex phenomenon. Um, and so a lot of people just feel overwhelmed, don't know where to start. And in Canada, we have a two tier system. we got the public system with massive wait lists. And right. then we got this private system where you got to sit down with somebody and talk with them and you don't know anything about them. There's no way to review them. Like there's no five-star Amazon review on these people. You're just kind of guessing. Wow. So that's where you get stuck again. It is a dilemma. Like you said, yeah, it's somebody that had bad therapy or maybe they even know what they have, but they're just avoiding what the outcome is because they know it's going to be a challenge. Yep. Don't right. want to do the work. Don't want to put in the work. And a lot of times well, it's not a pill that's going to solve it. It's, it's, it's a workout. No. It's a, it's a, a balance of supplementation. It's a, uh, I would say exploration of the things that make you happy. That's a hobby. That's a artwork. That's a writing, uh, you know, being creative, playing a puzzle, things that aren't necessarily making money or paying bills too. Um, and then, and then I'll, at the end of the day, I think if you're not moving your body, if you're not moving your body in some way every day, it's going to be bad. You know, it's going to be bad because you, you're, you're going to, you're feeling trapped because you're not moving, you know? And so, and also that's not been helpful yeah. because of the last couple of years, we, we've had the feeling of not going out and you're supposed to be inside and blah, blah, blah. So just being outside, getting some fresh air and moving your body too. If you haven't done that in a few years, it, 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 it's a start to it. I always say a walk is a start to a complete change in your life. A walk every day. Yeah, 
the thing we have to keep in mind with mental health is it comes in three different levels. What you're describing works for people with mild to moderate mental illness, but if you get moderate to severe, then they don't have it in them. And there's a lot of stigma around medication, right? Like some people think like, I just want to do it on my own, but you can't do bipolar disorder and schizophrenia on your own. You're going to need medication. So people, I, I have worked with hundreds of people that are like, I don't want to take it. And I'm like, if you don't take it, you're not going to get better. So, so that, that medication is a supplement to help you get to all those things you're talking about, Travis, everything you said, hundred percent, totally agree with you. Yeah. But if you don't take the help you need, cause there's some stigma about it, or you feel ashamed or embarrassed, that is going to lead to problems or misinformation as we're experiencing with a lot of things right now, right? Mm-hmm. Misinformation about what things are and what they are with the vaccines and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, I would it. say, I would say this, you know, if you're going to go into the hospital today, they're going to put all sorts of medicine to keep you alive. If you're, if, and you're not going to even care, you're going to want them to keep you alive. And because of modern day medicine, they'll probably keep you alive today in the 2020s. If that was a hundred years ago, you're not even making it to the hospital. So it's because of some of these modern technologies. And, and like you said, with the mental health thing specifically, some of these things can really help people live a more balanced life if uh, properly, you know, medicine along with some of the other factors that they could do. Um, and, and so that there's this, there, there is, like you said, a stigma around it, but it's also, it's not one or the other. It's a balance of all of them. You can't just depend on a medicine. Just like I still feel you still can't completely just depend on the vaccine. You have to also do all the other things in your life to eat healthy, drink water, uh, take your vitamins, um, and also exercise is well in combination because it is a combination. In my opinion, I, I just think that's what is going to make someone happy, healthy, and also uh, fight through some of the toughest things that you're going to ever challenge. If you're, if you're, if you're uh, pushing some weights around and you're doing some stuff like that, you know how, what it feels like to push. And uh, if you haven't done that, it, it, you won't feel that every day. So I think it's, it's so important um, in a combination, have that combination in life, whatever that looks like for everyone is different. But also I think it's important that, like you said, have a professional like yourself um, give you kind of a, a, the right plan, um, something you can trust and in it with information that you can trust as well, man. So thank you so much for what you're doing, brother, for, for those that are serving their communities. And uh, I think obviously we need more and more people that are doing that for people out there, because if we have that, we're going to be a happy, happier, healthier society, happier, healthier world. And, uh, and abundance truly does spread. When you open the door for one person, the next person wants to open the door for the next person. You see that with the stories of the coffee lines. Uh, one person buys the next person, the next person buys. Next thing you know, one person buy one person Starbucks. The whole day, everyone's buying each other Starbucks. You know, and it's that it's that just the mentality. If you get it going, uh, it really uh, inspires others. So, but now, my man, we're about to take you into our top 10. Are you ready? You bring it, T-Huff. Let's go. Apple or Android? Apple all the way, 100%. Apple, Netflix, or YouTube? I love YouTube. You can learn so much on there. Dude, it's the best. YouTube University. YouTube University. I always say you got to vet a few things, though. If you're ever learning something, uh, you know, there's a lot of people telling you stock tips, and there's a lot of people telling you different advice on different things. Uh Make sure you vet out a few of them. Listen to a couple different levels, just like anything in life. You know, you, there's controversial person. There's a this person. There's this, there's this person. You listen to all three, you get kind of the, the full picture in life. You know, if you listen to just one, you ain't going to get the whole picture of, uh, of all perspectives. I think that's the biggest thing people forget is that you can listen to someone 
And you can accept their opinion, but you don't have to agree with it. You can accept their opinion. I can sit down and talk to you, my man, and I can accept that that's your opinion, but I don't have to agree with it. And me accepting 100%. your me accepting your opinion goes so far, man, because we, all this angst is that no one accepts each other's opinions, man. Uh, you know, and a lot of times it's that simple. Just I accept your opinion, but also with YouTube, just to understand that there's a lot of creators. And uh, um, always make sure you kind of vet it out. And it's fun, too, because you listen to some different perspectives. Um, Instagram or Facebook, if you're talking about social? Facebook, love being connected to family. Absolutely. The family platform, as I like to say, the neighborhood platform. Uh, chicken or steak, if you're thinking about a good meal? Oh, I love chicken pesto pizza. I got to go chicken on this one. Dang, that sounds good. Chicken pesto pizza, laptop or smartphone? <laughs> oh smartphones so, so versatile so flexible absolutely spotify or pandora if you're thinking about music spotify joe rogan joe rogan the og taking over the game movies or video games oh movies for sure for sure movies. i know you're big into video games uh, movies I, you know what, dude? I, I have no time for any of them, e either one now. But um, if I could do, I'd do both. I'd do both <laughs> if I had time. If I had time, I'd do both. Uh, reading books or listening to books? Reading books because all that clinical information, you can't hear it. You just can, you can only read it. I was about to say, with the clinical stuff, do you want to like kind of mark it up and kind of put some, note, uh, some, some of your own notes on there too, right? Exactly. There we go. And if you're thinking about diversifying your portfolio, Stocks or real estate? Real estate. Real estate, because you can live in it, folks. Let's go. Uh, and uh, if you're thinking about a vacation, because we all deserve a vacation, my man, and you're getting off into an airplane today, we're leaving. We're out. Oceans or lakes, which one are you going to choose? Ocean, Pacific Ocean, specifically Let's go. Uh, some of the islands in Hawaii. Bang, Kauai. Let's go to Kauai. Man, we've had two trips we had to cancel already. We're going... We're not, we're not canceling the third trip, folks. We're not canceling that damn third, third trip. I'll tell you that. Uh, and when you're waking up in your morning, you're getting pumped, energized, ready for the day. Why do you love being you? I love getting up in the morning and being able to help others. That's the, that's the thing that gives me the energy, gives me the, the focus, the clarity, is, uh, is just being able to contribute and reduce other people's suffering. That is what I love about being me. Awesome, bro. There's only so many people that are willing to do that. Well, you're one of them. Let's go. Woo. Uh, do you think you'll ever retire from the game of uh, entrepreneurship, mental health, helping people? And uh, and obviously the, 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 the constant process of, uh, if you want to call it getting better, learning to, to grow. Nope. Right to the end. Just this is this is my mission. This is what I want to do. People matter to me. So, no, there's no end to this. There we go. There we go. Uh, do you have a routine on how you start your day? Is there something you do to get ready for your day? Sure, sure. Uh, one of the most important things I've learned from the research is to visualize how you want your day to go. Just a quick video in your head, and it gives you a much higher chance of making it happen if you can see yourself doing it. And then I make sure I write down my top three. What are the top three things that matter? It doesn't always have to be business. It can be, you know, being close to family or uh, my girlfriend or what have you. It's like those things to make sure I hit those things in the day because the day gets busy. So uh, it keeps me focused. 
very important parts. Make sure you got the top three done, and then you can get into everything else. Obviously, uh, as many of us get bombarded with things, hey, I wanted you to do this. I need to do this. I got to do this. Hey, there's a new opportunity here. Uh, and if you don't have some focus uh, with a simple pad of paper, uh, or obviously people do mental notes. They use, uh, you know, people uh, use mm -hmm. digital notes, uh, Evernote, all sorts of great tools. But a physical pad of paper, you can take a lot of dang good notes. And uh, but visualize this. Did you spend a certain amount of time doing that, or just a quick little, just a quick little uh, visualization? Oh, uh, no more than two minutes first thing in the morning. And then if I feel like I'm losing my willpower, or if, if through my day I'm getting tired by things, then I. I just spend 20, 30 seconds, even if I'm driving to the car, going to come back to the house, then I, I visualize the next few steps that I'm going to do so that I can stay on track and I feel good when I when I go to sleep that night. I'm like, yep, I got it. I did it. I'm on path. I'm on the, I'm on the right track. I'm in sync. Synchronicity mm -hmm. is uh, is happening. I love that. What, what you put in your mind, you can make happen. And also, uh, like you said, it's also going to give you a, a great start to your day versus a lot of us don't think that way and then we're just bombarded by everything else and it's just a crappy day to start uh, or to end every throughout every part mm -hmm. of the day um is there a skill you're trying to master right now or get better at in 2021 my top skill was learning how to communicate better because mental health is extremely complex and i keep having to break things down into simplicity uh that i, I spent hundreds of hours this year doing that so i'd say that's my top one so far Starts with the boundaries, goals, and habits. That's that's pretty dang simple, right? Yep. Let's go. Three simple things: boundaries, goals, and habits. We can start there, but then that's a lot of a lot of work involved in those three things. Um, do you have a favorite app or a tool that helps you with the business, or just you just love using? Sure, I I love the tool called Visme. Do you know that one? Visme. Tell us more about that. That one sounds familiar. Visme. Okay, Visme is is a is an app and a, a software tool that helps you create these beautiful um, presentations. It creates oh. infographics. Um, so when I was trying to take all this complex information and compress it, it, it taught me how to make infographics. And um, I think in terms of, of visual images, whenever I'm trying to talk to somebody or hear and understand somebody, is like a visual image, and it it literally takes the thoughts in your mind and turns them into slides. So it's like a slide presentation deck. Um, it's just fascinating. It's such a diverse tool. They keep adding all kinds of features. So Visme has been fantastic in 21. And it's an online tool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have to pay for it, but right. it, it's right. totally worth it. Uh, it was a game changer for me. Visme, dude. So many cool tools like Canva and all these on, uh, online, if you want to call it editing tools that gone are the days of Photoshop, you know, gone are the days of not being able to yep. just quit, create a quick flyer for yourself and, or, or like in this case, an incredible presentation for yourself. Uh, and a lot of times in the past, that would cost you thousands of dollars from some sort of designer or et cetera, things like that. Now you can do it yourself. They got templates. They got things like that that you yeah. can quickly and easy, uh, easily use. If you could sit down tonight for a uh, chicken pesto pizza dinner with anyone in the world, who do you want to sit down with today? Hands down, Dave Chappelle. That Dave guy Chappelle. is He's so authentic and real. Dude absolutely absolutely and he's getting some hate right now but he's always been authentic and real and i don't know how people are hating comedians it's, it's jokes guys i don't get it it's like it blows my mind when you think these people are telling jokes and a lot of times the jokes don't make sense and they're they're not true jokes they're just funny they just make people laugh and that 
um, with this culture today, you say the wrong joke. It's it, they're after you, baby. So it's crazy when you think about it because they're just comedians. They're, that's what their job is to make you laugh, to make you to make you smile, and get through the days. And uh, he does it the best, man. Because yeah, he never sugarcoats. I, I'll tell you a real story. I was at Dave Chappelle, and in Fresno. Okay. Uh, and, uh, he did two shows in Fresno. I was at, I think the second show, maybe he was at the, yeah, he was at the second show and maybe he was just burned out. He came out incredible thing, but people were wanting him to do his skits. And some one dude was just blasted, you know, wasted. And he kept saying, ah, you know, do the skit, you know, uh, from, you know, his old stuff. And it was driving him nuts. And honest to God, what he did was he just said, Hey man, you guys are all going to hate me but I'm just going to sit up here and smoke a big old fat joint and forget about Fresno until this guy shuts up. <laughs> and and every, dude, everyone hated that guy for literally, cause he would let, he ruined the show because the guy, the vibe was on it's a committee did this all the time because they want them to do the skit, their old stuff when they're trying to do new stuff, you know, they're trying to provide you the new stuff. And then this guy, it's, it's a situation. And you know, when someone's been drinking a lot, it, it bad it goes bad because uh, the comedian it's kind of different in comedy unlike a lot of things because the, the 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 vocal levels are really low it's not like a concert where the vocal levels are high and there's tons of music and you you can never hear this guy at a concert you, you wouldn't know what the hell is it but at a show you can hear people in the crowds and things like that and that's what kind of makes it unique and uh it still turned out to be a great show but it was just interesting how uh, you know the dynamic of, of an i've never seen anyone do that before Never seen a comedian ever kind of say, "Hey, dude, if you this guy doesn't shut up," and that guy ended up getting in the fight after the thing. It was it was a it was a thing. We were in our twenties, you know. This is a long time ago, but uh, but uh, Dave Chappelle has always been one of my favorites as well, man. One of my favorites, absolute would be an incredible storyteller, man. Just an incredible storyteller. Um, has yeah. there been a book that has changed your life, my dude? Is there a book you either reread or just kind of sticks to your soul? I don't have a book, but I'll tell you, there was this one YouTube um, presentation by Seth Godin. He was giving Ooh. a keynote in, in Helsinki, and it's about an hour long. And at the end, he, he demands of the audience. He doesn't just quietly suggest. He demands that people create art, that you take risks, that you're generous with your time, that you do something. And I was watching that this summer, and I thought, that's it. I am going to build a business. I'm going to do something. Uh, that one inspired me. Seth Godin with his his daily blog for years and years. He's Mr. Consistent. He's super kind, very intelligent. And um, his thing on art and generosity, that was just sensational. I love that, dude. I love that. Spend time doing art. Uh, give that time back. Uh, and then that that's what helps the, the generate. The, the, it keeps you going. Keeps that wheel going. Keeps that fire in your yeah, belly. Yeah, creativity. So true, dude. So true. Uh, and he's incredible. Purple yeah. Cow. Another great, a great book from Seth. Uh, well, I appreciate you, yeah. my man. I know I always, I always take notes, but you got a full page of notes here. Uh, but most importantly, dude, I know that this is going to happen, man. I mean, I know because of all of the obviously experience, your testimony, and this is the right time for you to make a, an opportunity like this happen in the world with what we've all been going through with Zoom and the fact that online technologies to scale this thing for you as well. Uh, so I always wish all my uh, guests abundance, but I already know you're living an abundant life, but I know it's going to get more abundant here as we pursue this new journey uh, and prosperous for you. Where would be the best place for people to learn more about you, find more about you online? Sure. I've got a mini course, a uh, free mini course on michaelbrunix.com. People want to go there. Uh, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn. Uh, 
my profile's there. I've got a couple of eBooks that I'm giving away to therapists to try to help them out with helping other people out. And uh, those are for free. And um, also you can find me on Michael underscore Brunex at Instagram. So uh, I, I look forward to hearing people if they want to reach out. That'd be fantastic. And folks, we're going to make that easy for you and just put those all in the show notes. So just click the show notes and we'll have all the links in there, both on the, the website where you can get the course, on the LinkedIn, on the IG. And uh, my man, like I said, I appreciate your soul, appreciate your energy. Thank you for what you're doing for the community, for those that serve, for our officers, for our nurses, for our psychologists. And I now know more and more, more for our entrepreneurs out there, folks. If you are gravitated to this, please reach out to my man. Folks, you've been hanging out with Travis, Tutal and Huff, and Mr. Michael Brunix. Thank you so much for your time today, and let's keep being real. What another epic episode. And uh, if you enjoyed the episode today, can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast, The Be Real Show, on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And also take a little time today, if you don't mind, and give your boy T. Huff a review. I would really super appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening today. We're all going through a lot right now. And real-time outsource. My business is giving back to local and small businesses. Through our social media services and campaigns, we are actually helping small businesses get more exposure during these times and also when we get through these times. At the end of the day, we don't know how long this is all going to last, but most importantly, you got to think about your business right now and take it seriously. So come check us out at realtimeoutsource.com, realtimeoutsource.com, and we would love for you to qualify and get the process started where we can take a look at your business and see if we can qualify you for some of our services. Um, at uh, little to no cost for most of the businesses. And, uh, and, and some businesses, you know, you're going to have to pay, but that's just part of life, right? But most importantly is that I think this is the time, folks, that you can actually help thrive in your business. And so I would love to help you personally with our team. We're all going through a tough time right now. So take advantage of us, realtimeoutsource.com. Check us out, and we would love to do some business with you and help you with your social and digital media in 2020 and beyond.